Hello, sweet love, and welcome to The Missing Ingredient with Gwen. I'm your host, Gwen, and this is a podcast to empower women to take control of their health and happiness and life and all the juicy bits in between. And today, I want to talk about the three steps required to help you get your sparkle back, which might mean nothing to some of y'all, but basically, I mean for many of us as we age and adult hard for years and maybe have default people-pleasing tendencies and a zillion responsibilities and sometimes a very little time to do the things that create balance in our life, we start to feel like our life and self feels dull and we feel dull, like a dim version of ourselves. We can feel a bit lost or hopeless or depressed or like every damn day feels hard and exactly like the days and months and years before. And then often we start building habits that don't help us, things we know make things worse, but we can't seem to stop doing them because those things feel a lot like the only things that are just for us. Like maybe everything else is for everyone else in our world. And this one thing is what we do for us. It makes us feel better, even if it's just for a minute. But often it's followed by shame or guilt or all kinds of messy things. But inside, we really know it's not helping. Like, Maybe we're stress eating after the kids are in bed or when nobody's looking or feel out of control with sugar and simple carb cravings, right? Or we drink a glass or two or three of wine every night to help us unwind or feel taken care of or staying up super late scrolling through reels or binge watching episodes or buying shit we know we don't really need or even want, but we want to feel like we're in control of something even for a second. We want to feel taken care of. We want to feel prioritized. But at the same time, We also know we're maybe gaining weight, we're exhausted all the time, we're short-tempered, we can't sleep through the night, and maybe our, you know, doctor is getting after us about our health, or our relationships are suffering because we're slowly disconnecting from the people we love, or the people we work with, or the people in our lives. And maybe we're actually brimming with resentment because we're giving every single sliver of energy to everyone else all damn day and nobody even notices or said thank you or anything. And so by the end of the day or point in the day, we feel like we need some support. We need something that feels like something (laughs) just for us. Honestly, these come up daily in the work I get to do with my amazing clients. And they're also where I came from. So I know these things very well. And even though that's a little bit uncomfortable to say out loud, it is the truth. And we as 
grown-ass women have a choice how we live our adult lives. And that's not often talked about or suggested, but we get to decide if we're going to go gently and miserably into the long night or if we're going to make the second half of life the best goddamn half ever right? If we're going to reignite our flame and leave a trail of sparkles behind us as we walk through our life. Not that everything will be perfect and easy, but that we will feel vibrant and alive and excited for our day and like we're making choices for ourselves that excite us and maybe even freak us out a little bit. That's secretly my hope for all of us, that we remember we're allowed to want things and have goals and dreams and desires and ambitions and whatever the hell we want, no matter how old we are, what our circumstances are, what our history and our past was, or how many responsibilities we have. When I work with clients, I call this part remembering who the fuck we are. Because honestly, I get spicy at my job. So that is my long introduction to what we need to do to get our sparkle back in our lives. And because I'm a woman in my mid-40s and I work mostly with women in their 40s and 50s, I'm talking specifically to this group of goddesses, but please know that, you know, everyone is welcome. If it lands, it lands. But this group of women have often given and given and achieved and taken care of everyone and everything for their entire lives. And now it's their turn to come back to life. It's your turn. It's your turn to be in the light, to be in your own light. So there are three steps. And I make that sound so easy, but let's get into it. Number one, you must prioritize your health. You must take care of your physical vessel if you want to fully enjoy your life. This is indisputable and non-negotiable, all right? If you want to feel vibrant and confident and be brimming with energy and zesty goodness, you have got to be taking care of and loving on your body. You need to figure out what that means to you, and this will wildly depend on where you're at right now. For some of you, it might be just remembering to take your vitamins and eat some sauerkraut sometimes. For others, it might be way more intensive and um, require a lot more nuance than that. You might have to gradually overhaul your current lifestyle habits in big ways in order to have the energy to do the shit you've always wanted to do and feel the way that you've always wanted to feel and have that sense of empowerment knowing that you are doing everything you can to create the mental health and emotional health and physical health that you crave and you want. So when we look at this, there are five main areas that support our mental, mental, physical, and emotional health, which are all linked together and are not actually separate things at all. And while I probably mentioned them in almost every podcast episode, I'm going to go over them again today so you remember. Now, the challenge here is to make sure that you're listening to this and figuring out your starting point and not trying to overwhelm yourself and feel like you have to do all of these things at once. Listen to these things, let them land on you, and then figure out where your starting point is. 
Okay, so these five things are number one, what you're eating and how you're eating. You need to be eating food that will create health in your body for real. Now, I always suggest focusing on eating for gut health because this naturally supports ideal weight, brain health and function, hormone health, blood sugar optimization, and also gut health. (laughs) So yay, it's kind of like a beautiful place to start optimizing our food, not in a dramatic diet culture way, but in a way of self-love and self-care. If I was going to boil down eating for gut health, I would say gradually eat more plants and plant diversity and add in more fermented things and reduce inflammation-causing things, which is nuanced and deeply personal and also a confusing topic because it seems that all the experts offer conflicting information, which is madness and overwhelming. But anyway, (laughs) for now, we'll just say that Maybe highly inflammatory foods would be highly processed foods that you know are shite for you. And yes, there is a lot of nuance to that, but that's a conversation to have with your health specialist or work with a coach or whatever, because the level of intensity that you come at this will be driven by how shite you feel now and how good you want to feel for the rest of your life, right? And listen, I could get really sidetracked on the topic of gut health because it's my first love and it's what got me into doing what I do now to begin with. So it is my jam, but just know that gut health and eating for your body is a personal thing. So it's your job to figure out what works for your body and know that it will probably change as you go through perimenopause and other life changes. If you're experiencing, you know, high stress levels right now or whatever, If you want to make it more fun and easy for yourself, I highly recommend working with a coach because it is fun and a good time and removes a ton of mind drama as well as diet culture drama. It is time for us to move away from that hellhole. Okay, so let's keep going. Number two, sleep. Your body needs you to be sleeping seven to nine hours. And I know that can feel absolutely impossible for some of y'all. Sidebar, also, if you happen to have young kids or babies, that's, it's a different conversation. That's a different scenario. I get this challenge, but there is a lot that can be done if you start understanding your natural rhythm as a human on planet earth and all the ways in which we can support ourselves and all the ways in which we can fuck our sleep up. It's very important to understand that if we don't get enough sleep, literally everything else we do will be like we're doing it with an extra backpack full of rocks and two broken legs. Sleep is when our body takes care of itself and sets us up for the next day. It is like bringing our body into the mechanic and having it taken care of every night. And what a beautiful gift that we have that built into our system. Number three, movement. No shocker, I know. Now, exercise has mostly been sold to us, to my generation, um, specifically for weight loss, which is great. Uh, You know, it definitely helps our body stay at its ideal weight. But I also want us to start thinking about it as how we support our mental and emotional health. And also, of course, our physical health. 
Listen, your body will start to deteriorate and break down if you're not figuring out how to move it on the regular. And there is a million ways in which we can do this and have fun with it. It does not have to be wind sprints and hit workouts and things that we hate. So that is something to keep in mind as you think about it. This this is why I love in functional medicine, they reframe it as movement and exercise because working in the garden is movement. Doing house chores is movement. You know, dance parties with your kids is movement. And all of those things are exercise. So just figuring out and finding ways that make you want to move your body that you enjoy. Number four, stress management. Listen, this is huge because we all are experiencing just incredible levels of stress. And the challenge is most of us aren't doing the things that let our body actually cope with stress, let alone the intense amount of stress that we're dealing on a daily basis. Stress is something that our body knows how to process and can figure out. It just takes intentional work. It takes effort. Now, our body experiences stress, like on a physiological level. It's not just something that happens in our mind. It has a whole song and hormonal dance. It does when we're experiencing stress, not just real deal getting chased by a lion or almost hit by a car stress, but like even your thoughts are causing your body to have this stress response. Your body doesn't know the difference between perceived stress and real life stress. And the reality is our body isn't designed to function with a never-ending fire hose of stress blasting at us. It needs to be worked out. And stress is what's behind the majority of our modern-day diseases, everything from diabetes to autoimmune to cancer. It is real deal. So that is, you know, my kind of pep talk to encourage you to figure this out. Number five, relationships and connections. And listen, this includes the connection we have with ourselves, okay? If we're constantly kicking the shit out of ourselves or our work or friend groups drain us or if we're stuck in people-pleasing mode constantly in our family dynamic or work dynamic, we're not going to be able to hold onto our sparkle, all right? When I coach on this category, which is one of my favorite areas to work on. It's a lot about learning how to like ourselves, learning how to support ourselves, learning how to set boundaries, learning how to say no, learning how to be kind and nice to ourselves, and breaking away and healing the things that perpetuate all of our self-sabotaging behaviors. Because when we do that work, it makes the work of figuring out our other relationships so much easier. Okay, I know that this might seem like a fairly intense first step to getting your sparkle back. But listen, never start by trying to do everything all at once, right? As I already mentioned, pick one area, create a small goal that you can do daily or whatever, and actually succeed at. What I mean by that is, A lot of times when I'm working with a client and we're getting an action plan in place, they'll tell me their plan is to work out for 60 minutes a day, five days a week, and go for a run the other two days. This on top of a full-time job, a family, aging parents that need a lot of time, 
And after a week, they come back and they tell me that they maybe did it once, but then life happened and they didn't have time or energy. And ultimately, they feel like a shit or like a failure. Instead of doing that, I challenge you and I challenge them to come up with the smallest version of their ideal goal possible. I suggest things like five or 10 minutes of working out. Something that they can do after the kids have done their homework or in between clients or whatever. Now, they don't think there's any point in working out for five minutes, but at the end of our time together, they have become a person who works out daily for at least 10 minutes, but 90% of the time, it's probably more like 60 minutes or whatever, right? So the point is to make your starting plan doable. Don't jump to your ideal version, you know, the version of yourself that you have a well-established habit or practice. No, you got to start. It's like a toddler learning to walk. They're not running out of the gates doing a marathon. They're like trying to make it from the coffee table to the couch. Couple of steps, right? Okay, number two, for getting your sparkle back. Once you've gained traction on number one, you will naturally start to feel more energetic, alert, focused, confident, strong, and this will help you make space for exploring what actually lights you up. This is usually things like, I don't know, creative work, learning something new, signing up for a class, going back to school, retraining for a new job, starting a new hobby, whatever. It's about remembering or rediscovering or reimagining what spices your life up. What makes you feel fulfilled at the end of the day? What sparks your passion? What piques your interest and curiosity? What makes you feel something, right? I've done two recent episodes on creativity lately, even for people who don't consider themselves creative, all right? And I go deeper into those and how to figure out, figure this out. So check those out. I think they're like two or three episodes ago. This is like reconnecting to our youthful energy and you know it. Sometimes we meet somebody that's like 20 years older than us and they're full of life. Those are always the people who continue to challenge themselves in new and interesting ways to them. They didn't buy into the idea that an easy life is a good life. They continuously expand and challenge and grow, right? We are like everything else on the planet. If we're not growing, we're dying, We have this framework that is we work our asses off until we retire and then we're just living the best life. But unless we're continuously challenging ourselves to reach for new things, to try new things, to feel slightly uncomfortable, to, you know, work on something new, make new friendships, travel new places, like whatever it is, we're shriveling. That sounds so dramatic, but I'm... I am serious, yo. (laughs) Okay, number three, possibly the most important and the most challenging of them all, sweet love. You need to start believing that you do have time for yourself, that you are worthy of the time and the energy, and 
you require step one and step two as if they're essentials, not luxuries, only reserved for fancy people. This is hard for people because we've created such well-established ideas in our head that tell us otherwise over and over and over again, especially if you're used to putting your own needs last or pouring all your energy into everyone and everything else under the sun. This is where true transformation happens, and it takes an incredible amount of tenacity and courage and badassery because we need to decide this all day, every day, for real. The first two steps to becoming a vibrant, zesty version of yourself take a lot of effort and change, and our brain does not like change, like at all. So all day, every day, our job is to try and become more aware of our default behaviors, ask ourselves what we want to do, and choose our actions based on our goals, not on our desire for quick pleasure or ease. That is legit. We need to understand that we require time and energy. No matter who we are, no matter what our circumstance is, no matter how many things we're responsible for, no matter what is happening, you require energy. You require attention. You need to be working on yourself, to be expanding, to be growing, to be changing as a person. That is where the sparkly effervescence live. They don't live inside of mundane comfort. They don't live inside of a carefully curated life that doesn't involve any challenges. They live inside of you working on yourself, you figuring out who you are, what's important to you, what you want your life to look like, how you want to feel, and you doing the work. And listen, this is not easy. I know I'm just saying words and making it sound so easy. It is not easy. It's not, and it's not something that we do in a month or in three months. It's something that we do every day for the rest of our life. Yes, some things will get easier. Some other things will get hard. Life is always coming at us all the time. Inside of all of that, we still need to be doing this work if we want to feel vibrant and spicy and alive and zesty and joyful and engaged and interesting. Like, we got to be interesting to ourselves. Okay, if this episode lands with you, please make sure you share it with your people. I cannot stress to you how much I love this possibility for all humans. This idea that we always get to choose what we want our life to be like, how we want to show up for our life, how we want to feel. I love this. It's so empowering. It's so exciting to just start on this path. It is the best time and it is not easy, but it is the best. If you need extra support, if you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like everything that this lady is saying is something that I need in my life, absolutely reach out. This is exactly the kind of thing that I work with clients on. You can find a link in the show notes or you can find me on Instagram at Gwen Johnson Official and 
slide into the DMs and we can schedule you a free consultation where we can go over if one-on-one coaching is for you, which it is the best. Often it's something that most of us have never tried and we will be continuously telling ourselves, but I've tried everything. But until you've worked with a coach, oh my gosh, we don't even know how good things can get. All right. You're amazing. Thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful for you. I think you're fantastic. And I hope you have the best day. I hope you feel inspired to figure out how you can start folding in some of these ideas into your daily life so that you can start feeling sparkly and amazing and fantastic in your life again.